Hello everyone, I am Antrell Davis and I am the creator of this podcast entitled Stay On Purpose, a journey of growth, opportunity, education, awareness, alignment, and abundance. This podcast is speaking to those who are feeling that they are in the dark or in a dark space or simply feeling weak. This podcast will give you the motivation that you will need to empower yourself. To understand that we have those weak moments and you can get through them. It is in those dark times, those weak moments, and those helpless states where God shows up in our lives. And we need him to to show us the way, to give us those empowering gems, and to help us realize that we need to depend on him. So please listen as Tierra Latham shares some great info. Tierra is a wife and a woman of God. She knows how to break down the scripture in a way that will help each of us gain a better understanding. Please check out her website. It's www.project31ministries.com. All right, guys. So, uh, good morning again. As Antrell has said, I'm I'm really excited to be able to share uh, what the Lord has given me to share on the call this morning. Um, Antrell, as always, I want to thank you uh, for persevering. I know it's not easy to be consistent in life, period, and it's definitely not easy to be consistent in ministry. Um, that I'm I'm certain that the enemy doesn't like that, and I just want to honor you and thank you for uh, you continuing to say yes each and every Tuesday to what God is asking of you to do. So I pray that he continues to restore you and to give you strength to continue to uh, pour into lives and deposit into people's lives each and every Tuesday. And so guys, without further ado, um, I want to get right into the information. Uh, for those, for, I'm sorry, for those that don't know, I'm Sierra Lathan. I am uh, part of the Project 31 Ministries movement, uh, and and it's woman-based, but evidently ever since I got married, it seems like I, I have the opportunity to touch both sides of that, so I'm super excited about that ministry as well. But without further ado, I want to get right into the information. And so today I'm going to come from 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, the message version, and it reads, because of the extravagance of those revelations, and so I wouldn't get a big head, I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift and begged God to remove it. Three times I did that, and then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, I I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. It was a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness. Now I take limitations in stride and with good cheer, 
these limitations that cut me down to size, which includes abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks, I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I got, the weaker I get, the stronger I become. So the weaker I get, the stronger I become. If we take a look at what this in the King James Version that many of us know as uh, his grace is sufficient, my grace is sufficient, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. I want to talk about the weakness, what that means. It comes from the place of desiring strength. It comes from the place of, as in the meaning of it, it comes from the place of infirmity. And it's not limited to just the body. It's referencing the soul as well. It's a feebleness of health or sickness of the body. It's a native weakness or frailty of the body. And in reference to the soul, it's a want of strength and capacity of requisite. It's to understand a thing. It's the desire to do things great and glorious. It's to restrain from corrupt desires. It's to bear trials and troubles. So what this definition is giving us a quick look into what weakness means in terms of this passage, in terms of this scripture. And so when we look at sufficiency in terms of this scripture, here's what it says. It means to be content, to be sufficient, to be enough, to be possessed of unfailing strength. Why am I reading this? I'm reading this so we understand that it's truly in our moments of weakness, that his grace allows me to be content. It's truly in my moments of sadness. It's truly in my moments of imbalance. It's truly in my moments of feeling like I'm off, like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, that his grace is sufficient and it allows me to be content. It's truly in my moments of feeling like I'm inadequate, that I'm in a position, that I'm in a job, that I, I do not qualify for, that I am reminded that because I did not create myself, that it is not my responsibility to fill, it is not my responsibility to, uh, to put a demand on these gifts. And when God puts a demand on these gifts, he supplies the strength that we need because we're coming from a place of surrender. We're coming from a place of knowing that this is not of my own strength. If I really want to be all that he, is, he has created me to be, I need to understand that since I didn't create me, I'm going to need to lean on the creator. This morning, I went to water my plant. And first of all, it's even laughable that I would have a plant in the house in the first place because for many of people that know me know that I haven't done that since I was a kid. Since I was at Walmart, the plant was on sale, so I decided, you know, I, I, I was kind of urged to get the plant. If there's something that's so pretty, I got my mother one. I was like, I'm going to put this in our dining room table, on our dining room table, and I'm going to water it every day. Well, to be honest with you, I haven't watered it every day. But this morning, I went to water the plant, and as it has done many times before, the water began to seep out of the pot. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what in the world? Yet again, here are these leaves hindering this plant from getting the water that it needs. And I'm like, but the leaves look so pretty. The, the, the plant itself is orange and the leaves are so green. Like, it's, it's extremely beautiful. I love it. It adds flavor to the house. But 
when I go to water this plant, it, the water just won't hit the soil. Well, the reason why the, the water won't hit the soil is because the leaves are covering the soil. So I moved the leaves back, and I saw that the soil was still dry. Because of the, the way that I was pouring the water onto the soil, excuse me, the water onto the leaves, I was too far away, and the leaves were obviously uh, compacting and covering the soil. Why am I sharing this a little bit in detail? Because much like in our lives, we have something that's so beautiful. We have something that we deem that is so amazing that we don't want to expose ourselves, our soul uh, specifically, our soul, which is referencing to our soul, because uh, if we look at he threw seed on some stony ground, he threw seed on some good soil, the soil is referencing about soul, what is actually going to take in the seed. I don't. I could go a little deeper if we want to talk about um, house bin and the origination of uh, the word husband going to house bin, which reference, references tiller of the ground. And so often the reason why things can't grow in marriages is because the husband has a role of a tiller is not tilling the soil, and the soil is receptive to the seed, and women don't have seed, men have seed. But to digress, I want to go back to this plant, because this beautiful plant, in all its splendor, because of the leaves, were covering the soil, and it, and it was enabling the soil, and, 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 and uh, it was inhibiting the soil from getting water. As I'm looking at it, I said, oh, my God, it's taking me back to Genesis. Who told you you were naked? And this idea of leaves being a covering for for, for us, and, and it sparked this culture of religion, this idea of, hey, I can't let people know that I really am struggling in this area. Hey, I don't even feel comfortable seeing a therapist because that means I'm admitting that I need help. Hey, I don't I can't even ask my best friend for for accountability when I when I need help to lose weight because I'm admitting that I'm weak. And while it may be before we even get to that point, because we all need relationships, we all need one another. Have, have we even taken the time to admit our weaknesses before God? Have we? I mean, can God even take credit for the strength that we both, that we are in? If it's of my own strength and my own intelligence and my own strategy that I made it to the top of the company, what kind of credit can God take for that? It is in our weaknesses that we can truly boast that this is not of us, that this is of a strength that is eternal, that can last forever. This morning on this call, I pray that you guys are are empowered and implored to take a look in the mirror and say, I don't have to fake it. I do not have to hide it. I don't have to be all pretty and all beautiful, but in reality, I have some leaves that are covering up some broken spaces in my life that I need to allow the Holy Spirit to have access to. I want my soul filled by my father. He's the husbandman. Let's get naked before God. Let's be honest about what we're struggling with. 
God, this is difficult for me. Lord, I am petrified of what you have called me to do. I feel like I have a million and one things that I have I have to accomplish, God. I feel like I'm being pulled in so many different directions, but I thank God that you told me that I needed to be still. To be. I thank God that you made me as a human being and not a human doing. What does that mean? That means that Christ overcame everything that we would ever have to encounter. But he overcame it from a place of humanity. He overcame it from a place of feeling betrayed. He overcame it from a place of, he, it would have been nice if his friends would have had his back in the Garden of Gethsemane, but they honestly just didn't have the same level of strength that he had. Every possible thing, mental anguish, physical stress, he took it on himself. Not so we could fake the funk and act like we had it all together because we call ourselves believers. But so we could be honest and say, hey, it is because of Christ that I made it through. It, it, his grace is sufficient. I can't tell you how I made it. And what that says to the person who's privy to my testimony is that this isn't pointing to me, that you don't have to seek me out in your moment of weakness, that you can seek someone out who can fill every void. What are we going to commit to this morning? Here's what we're going to commit to. We're going to be naked. And the best part about admitting that you're naked, take a look in Genesis. When they admitted that they were naked, who told you you were naked? And yes, the curse came about. And yes, the ground was cursed. But what did God do in all of his love and all of his splendor? He had the audacity to say, the leaves you put on yourself weren't good enough. Here's some tunics. Here's some animal skin so you can be properly covered, even in your disobedience. It's okay to be naked. Dear God, we thank you for the reminder that it's okay to be naked before you, God. I thank you, Father God, for the reminder that we don't have to boast in our strength, Father God, that your, your, your strength is truly shown, Father God. In our weakness, as a matter of fact, you said, when I am weak, I am strong. You take us from fact to truth, Father God. The fact is, we are weak. It can change. But the truth is, your word says we are strong. It will never change. I thank you, Father God, for the reminder that the surrendering posture is safe. Prostrate is safe because we can be covered. Lord, we give you praise, Father God, for every purpose on this call, for every person on this call that's struggling with feeling, that thought they had to cover it up, Father, that thought they had to continue to, 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 to deal with this illness, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you said we could be naked before you, Father. It is in our weakness, Father God, that your strength is evident, that our strength is evident, the strength that you put on the inside of us, Father. I thank you, Father God, for your restoration for Antrell. May you set a fire on the inside of her soul that she cannot refute. 
I thank you, Father God, that she cannot deny the call on her life anymore, Father. I thank you, Lord, that she continues to pour out resources and send encouragement to remind her that it is time. You've been called for such a time as this, Father. And I pray that this resonates in whomever spirit on this call knows it is time. It's time to stop faking it like you made it already. It's time to go ahead and allow yourself to be the warm clay in God's hands. We want to be warm clay, God. You are the potter. And the clay is of no good use if it's not in your hands, Father. So we surrender ourselves to you completely, Lord, and say, have your way. We thank you for the blood, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that when we have nothing else to say, the name of Jesus is all sufficient. Jesus. Jesus when I'm struggling. Jesus when I'm having a headache. Jesus when I'm dealing with anxiety. Jesus when my friendships don't look like they really should look like. Jesus, when I'm struggling in my own relationship, Father God. Jesus, when my business isn't going like I, it wants to go. And Jesus, when it does go. Why? Because we're going to praise you in all circumstances, God. So I thank you for a boldness and a maturity to stand up in the enemy's face and say, God got this, so I am good. And we give you praise, thanks, glory, and honor. And we seal this in the blood. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, dear, for that amazing word and that amazing prayer. It blessed my soul. I'm going to unmute the phone and let everyone just kind of give some amen and their praises, and, and thank you so much. Uh, you all have a wonderful and blessed Tuesday and a good rest of your week. Um, until next week, we'll talk with you soon.